Welcome to Genomics Now, a podcast series where you can learn how genomics is developing in England's NHS. This podcast series, recorded in 2021, is part of the North Thames Genomic Medicine Services Educational Toolkit. In each 10-minute episode, we explore what is changing in genomics. We answer the questions on genomics we've been asked by the different healthcare professionals. We talk about the ways genomics may impact different healthcare roles and how genomics can be used to successfully improve patient care. Today's podcast is co-hosted by me, Shazia Mohamdali, and I'm a cancer genomic scientist at Great Ormond Street. And I'm Dr. Dahlia Hoffmeyer. I'm a genomics clinical fellow at Great Ormond Street Hospital as well. Today, Dahlia and I are going to take 10 minutes to talk on the Genomic Laboratory Hubs, or GLHs for short, and the National Test Directory. Great. And so before we begin, Shazia, I think we need to recap on the take-home points from the episode on the Genomic Medicine Service, or GMS, as both the GLHs and National Test Directory are part of the GMS. Sure, Dahlia. So um, if anyone wants to listen to that episode, it will be available where you are listening to this episode. The GMS was set up two years ago uh, to bring standardization, high-quality testing based on genome sequencing into the clinics of the NHS. These genome-based tests are intended to become part of the everyday toolkit clinicians use to diagnose and treat patients. So to achieve the aim, the GMS had five areas of infrastructure development that was needed. The centralisation of genomic laboratory testing, the establishment of a test catalogue or directory, the computational infrastructure, alliances to help deliver certain services in AHS, and finally, a unit that had oversight of all of these components of the GMS, which is called um, NHS England's Genomics Unit. Okay, so let's start on the first focus of the GMS that you listed. So can you tell us more about the centralised genomic laboratories? Yeah, so when the GMS was established, um, what happened was that there was a shift in the structure of genomic laboratory testing. Thought and planning was undertaken to address what is needed to establish and then run a national genomic laboratory service. So everyone around the country has consistent and equitable access to tests. To do this, the GMS created seven genomic laboratory hubs, or GLHs, to act as large-scale centralised labs. Previously, testing was provided by small-scale and decentralised labs, but now each GLH is responsible for providing a nationally coordinated approach to testing for a particular part of the country. The GLHs were formed to provide testing through a single national testing network. By establishing this network, the labs would be users of the NHS GMS systems, so each and all the labs would operate to common national standards, guidelines and protocols. An example of such national standards the GLHs adhere to includes other components of the GMS that I alluded to earlier. So that's the genomic laboratory hubs must all order genomic testing from a single national test directory. But I'll talk more on the test directory later. Okay, great. Thank you. And sorry, so how many GLHs are there actually? Yeah, Dahlia, sorry, I didn't, I didn't say. So um, this has actually changed over time, but as we are genomics now, talking about today, the single um, laboratory network is made up of seven GLHs, and each of which are responsible for coordinating delivery and service in their particular um, areas of the country. So the seven GLHs today are Northeastern Yorkshire, 
northwest, east, central and south, the North Thames, which both you and I belong to, mm-hmm, southeast yeah. and southwest. Okay. And Shazia, do you think this would be a good time to mention the Genomics Facilitators Toolkit that we've developed? Oh, yeah, Dahlia, that's um, a really great idea. Thank you. Sure. So if you're a healthcare professional that's listening to this podcast and you're running workshops or giving presentations or really any other ways in which you're educating your workforce on genomic testing in the NHS, uh, we've produced a series of downloadable resources to facilitate this dissemination of genomic education and training. And the toolkit consists of PDF handbooks as well as PowerPoint slide decks. And some of these are available in a narrated version. So please do feel free to use any of this content or just use it as a guide to create new training and education content. And you can find the facilitators toolkit on the North Thames GLH website, um, which is at www.norththamesglh.nhs.uk. And the toolkit itself is under the education and training tab. Thanks, Dahlia. That's great. And um, the toolkit is really helpful resource to refer to if anyone needs any extra information on the GMS, uh, the principles of genetics and genomics and the science and biology behind different genomic based tests available. The slides are already there um, and they're pre-made. Yeah, and so over this last year, we've been teaching various groups of people whose everyday work may be affected by the GMS infrastructure changes, um, such as clinicians who are ordering the genetic tests. So can you explain a bit more about the test directory? Yeah, sure. So the National Test Directory is a catalogue that specifies which genomic tests are commissioned by the NHS in England. The test catalogue underpins the testing the GLHs provide as part of their service. It's a menu for clinicians, if you think about it, so which they can choose from according to what their patient needs. This directory is divided into sections depending on different conditions. Currently, there's a directory devoted to rare and inherited disorders and one directory for cancer. The directory includes information about the test clinicians, um, what what the... um, the test clinicians are considering to order. And this will include specs such as laboratory technology um, that's being used, clinical eligibility criteria, um, patients must fall into to access any test and the funding arrangements for the test and who can order the test. Okay, thank you for that explanation. And why do you think it was considered so important to have a national test directory? So genetic testing has been offered in the NHS for years and testing was first embraced in the 60s. But some systems for ordering genetic tests in the NHS um, are already well established. But then there are genetic tests that have evolved over time and at different paces for different conditions. And a clear system for ordering many tests was actually not in place. What the National Test Directory does is it brings all genetic and genomic based testing into the same centralised system, replacing old systems like UK GTN to ultimately enable equity of access to testing for patients across England. And can you give some examples about how the test directory aids equity? Yeah, traditionally genomic testing was assessed and ordered through referrals to clinical genetics departments, you know, which you belong to, Dahlia. And this pathway required at least two appointments for the patient and a waiting time for the referral. An increase in number of genomic tests can now be ordered in primary and secondary care, 
often referred to as mainstreaming. For example, an oncologist can now order a genetic test for their patient they suspect has a risk of predisposition to cancer without first having to refer to clinical genetics, assuming that their patient meets the test criteria set out in the National Test Directory. So the test directory is not only further democratising testing, but it's also streamlining the system in some situations. Yeah, no, I think it's extremely important, especially for, as you mentioned, mainstreaming. And if genetic testing is evolving, as you say, does that mean the test directory will change too? Yeah, the test directory will be updated on an annual basis. And this will be coordinated by NHS England, working with colleagues from the devolved nations and supported by clinical and scientific expert panels. And their remit is to implement a clear and transparent process for the future evaluation of genomic tests, to determine which tests are available within the NHS and any tests that will be retired or replaced by modern technology, such as whole genome sequencing, to publish the UK approach to evaluating genomic tests and to publish a policy outlining the approach to commissioning and funding of these tests. So, for example, clinical, the clinical and scientific experts may add tests or change criteria for others. It's therefore important that if ordering a genomic test, one uses the latest test directory. So if you've in doubt, please contact your local GLH um, if you have any questions on this. Okay, perfect. And actually... Who can order a test from the directory and how can they do this? So some tests um, are only relevant for certain specialities. So, for example, clinicians from clinical genetics, obstetrics, paediatrics, etc. The test directory indicates the specialties who will be able to order a specific genomic test. There may, however, be exceptional circumstances where clinicians order a test outside of the standard repertoire. Again, if this occurs and you're in doubt, please contact your local GLH. And to your question of ordering, Dahlia, there are several, um, sorry, there are standard paper test request forms. And as we're in the modern digital era, uh, you can also go online and see what clinical indications are eligible for whole genome sequencing based tests understand the full eligibility criteria and then understand the order processes and you can download from the same place a copy of the latest um, test order forms online too and I'll include the link to all of these details in this podcast. Great thank you and so as this is the Genomics Now podcast um, can you tell me of a recent development in the GLHs or National Test Directory? Yeah so The GLHs and the GMS are always making resources available that help clinicians and other healthcare professionals access testing for their patients. And so a new and very helpful resource that provides more information on the genomic tests listed in the National Genomic Test Directory is called Panelap. So Panelap can be accessed online. It's open sourced. Panelap um, supports supports what genes will be specifically analysed for inherited conditions. There is a GMS-only version of the gene lists, what they call virtual panels, hence the name Panelab, an obvious and easy name to remember. So Panelab is a good place for clinicians to understand which genes the lab will look at for specific tests they are ordering. If a clinician wants further gene panels tested for their patients, in addition to what is standardly looked at, they need to request these additional panels. 
And these can be found on Panelab. So if the gene is not listed there, they won't be tested. So do look those up. And we will pop the link for that also onto um, this podcast details. Perfect. So thank you so much for a great podcast. And I think understanding these basics on the genomic laboratory hubs and the national test directory structure and reasons is a great background to the changes that we've seen over the last few years in the hospital. And I'm looking forward to co-hosting our next episode, which is called Which Genomic Test and When? and talks about rare diseases and cancer. So thank you so much, Shazia. Thanks, Dahlia. Just also just quickly wanted to mention that we've um, made a resource called the Facilitators Toolkit. And there is a module on there specifically for ordering from the test directory. And that goes through step by step information that's needed to do that. So do check that out, too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Genomics Now, a series of conversations hosted by healthcare professionals of the North Thames Genomic Medicine Service. Our aim is to complement other genomic-focused educational tools with bite-sized podcasts that explore how clinical genomics is developing in England's NHS. If you have any suggestions for topics you would like us to develop as part of the Genomics Now podcasts, please let us know. Also, we'd love to hear about the episodes you've enjoyed and how they have helped you with training. Please get in contact with us on the link given with this podcast or tweet us at North Thames GLH. You will find this and other educational resources at the North Thames GLH website.